All right, my name's Tiriana. And I'm Brianna Lee. And this is a, a powerful, powerful podcast. podcast. Woo! Okay, I probably stopped doing the little bit. Oh yeah, give us give us a haul of your snacks today. Oh yeah, sour patch. Mm-hmm. I got a monster. Ooh, what flavor of monster? Um Ultra Sunshine, you know, the zero sugar because you don't have you know Ultra mm-hmm. Sunshine. Uh, okay. And, you know, yeah, that's and what's up. She has these Haribo sweet and sour hearts. They're all right. <laughs> I mean, they have gelatin in it and stuff. I just came from it nutrition class. They contain traces of milk. You're over here trying to murder me. <laughs> I didn't I'm even kidding. see that. Are you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't even see that. I swear it's okay. My I swear it's okay. If, um, in case people don't know, I have a milk allergy, severe, like, deadly cow's milk allergy, so that's why it's a little funny. But it's okay. It's I'm still alive. <laughs> I was not trying to take her life. Um, I want to keep this in. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, today's topic of the day is white girl syndrome. And let me just tell you the couple of definitions I have um, to define syndrome. So the first definition is a set of medical signs and symptoms which are correlated with each other and often associated with a particular disease or disorder. So um, in our definition or my definition that I'm going to be using it or sentences, whatever, I'm, how I'm going to be using white girl syndrome, I'm not using it to categorize it as a disease or disorder. Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, that's why I have the second definition, which is a characteristic combination of opinions, emotions, or behavior. Yeah. So. Kind of like an idea that people have. Yeah. Um, we could also, like, say it's, like, the stereotype of white girls, but the way we're using it is like characterizing people of color and how people view people of color that exhibit yeah. these opinions or emotions that people um, put on white girls and they're stereotyping them. Um, so if someone has um, or acts in the behavior as a white girl, like, but they're a person of color, they have white girl syndrome. So that's how we're going to be using it. So for you, how would you define white girl syndrome? I would say it's just like um, white girl syndrome is just like a white person acts. When a white person thinks of how a white person acts and then they see a person of color and they're acting in that way, people will say, oh, they're acting white. But it's like, no, I'm just not acting how you would think my community acts. Because mm. everyone has stereotypes for everyone. And instead of just thinking, oh, like they're just a bit different or just going with the flow, people will be like, we'll put those stereotypes onto that person when that shouldn't be the case because not everybody fits into that stereotype. Some people do, and some people don't. It's not bad either way, but you're not a white girl if you do or you don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you brought that up because I have the definition of a stereotype. And we're saying this to educate others on what we're talking about because we're also learning and also 
making sure that we're using the right verbiage to describe what we're saying. So a stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. So now we're going to get in the nitty gritty and I'm going to ask you, what are some stereotypes you have about white people or specifically white girls? Stereotypes, I'll go for white girls first, is that their hair, they don't wash it. Like, but other than like once a week, and that it's really easy for them to manage. Also, that white girls are just like carefree, preppy, little carefree. Like, I don't want to say know it alls, but they seem like they're supposed to be like the most, the smartest people in the room. Like, know kind of like everything. Like, they're always in the honors classes, and that's like white people in general, but like, not every white person is like. Yeah, there's some unintelligent and ignorant white people out there, but that goes, (laughs) that goes for everyone. Um, And that's why we're going to be trying to break down those stereotypes. So um, I'll also ask you, like, what are some stereotypes you have about people of color and specifically black girls? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Because I guess that we're supposed to be like angry all the time and that we have a problem with people. You know, we have attitudes, attitudes that we dress and act a sort of way. Like me being very positive and radiant, I've been called, oh, you have a white girl personality. What? Because I'm happy and like I am very, I'm a very carefree person. That's just how I am. I don't typically have an attitude with people. I can if I need to, but I don't always have an attitude with people. I don't get angry all the time. Like I'm not an angry individual. It's just not how I live my life. Mm. So I mean, I guess so, but I haven't met a lot of black people who really even fit that stereotype in general either. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that like we love watermelon. Please, I don't that's like watermelon. A historical thing too. I don't like watermelon. I'm gonna be dead honest Ooh. with you guys. My whole family, they will eat watermelon. They will tear up some watermelon. But no, me personally, no. I'm not a watermelon girl. Just isn't isn't my thing. I like strawberries. Mm. Okay. okay, fruits. Yeah, I like cantaloupe. Shout out to cantaloupe. Yeah, yeah. We see just the diversity in fruits. And also, um, would you say there's like a difference between white girls from America and white girls from Europe? So European white girls? A hundred percent. One hundred percent. The when I say white girl or white person, I'm talking about Americans. Yeah. If you're not an American and you are Caucasian and you're like European. Mm-hmm. that's different mm-hmm. we call that spicy white <laughs> yes that, so like we whatever you hear about white. spicy white yeah because like although american white girls stereotypes have like this i guess it's associated with american white girls and like i would say that's almost prejudice the prejudice yeah. against them but also like i feel like people that white girls that are not from America have their own culture. And that's something that as a black person, I see in like white people is that a lack of culture and a lack of knowledge of other cultures. Like for example, like Italians, Italians are European, like they're European, they're white, but like they, they definitely have have their their own own culture. I have an aunt who's Italian. Mm-hmm. I would literally do anything. Shout I've out had to some you, Italian Auntie. dishes. Oh, they're so it's good. So, yeah, it's, it's like heaven in a, in a dish. Like, mm. <laughs> hallelujah. 
Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> but that's just an example of like them not being the typical white girl or white people that you would see here in America. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Yeah. And so um, next up, that's still upon this topic is what is an Oreo or have you ever been called an Oreo? I'm saying I'm ashamed to even say this, but I don't think I've ever been particularly called an Oreo. But I think like freshman year in high school, I sort of described myself as an Oreo mm. because I had a lot of white friends. I didn't think I had a lot of black friends, and so I was like, "Well, I'm black, but like, am I a little white on the inside? Like, I like Please. their music, you know, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But like, it was just I was in the stage of self discovery. Um, and now that I know who I am and I've really t- taken the time to figure out what it means to be black for me as Yanni Lee, you know, I've honed down on how to manage my hair, how to do my hairstyle and whatnot. I'm working on, you know, clothes. I think I've gotten there quite a bit, a little bit, my style. Um, yes. <laughs> um but yeah, I, right now, I don't think I would ever describe myself as an Oreo now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I did, it would have to be the chocolate Oreo with the, with the ground on the inside. Please. <laughs> And an Oreo is basically um, uh, an analogy to a black person who exhibit white characteristics because they're black on the in- outside, but white on the inside. And so I have been called an Oreo. And similar to you, I I took that identity. I was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I'm just white on the inside and I act like a white girl. But then it goes along with like, so what's, oh, bless you. (laughs) Oh, bless you. God bless you. (laughs) I have allergies, I'm sorry. It's about that time. It's it's cold up here um, in in Northern Virginia. But um, I used those stereotypes I had about white girls in my head and I was like, I, I, I found myself in, in that. But the thing is, those are just stereotypes and you can't really put people in a box. And so, bless you. What I had to, no, you're good. What I learned is that, um, you can't act first like a color. Um, and you can't act like someone else. You can try, but if that's how you are, you're not fitting into a stereotype or you're not acting as another culture or race. That's just how you are. So if I'm a little more energetic or if I have proper verbiage or I'm intelligent or I'm super nice, that doesn't mean I act like a white girl or dress a certain type of way or I don't wear wigs and lashes or just the hobbies I'm interested in, the music I'm listening to, even the way I worship, okay? Like, cause you know, some people like have black churches and white churches and try to divide the churches, but like, we all praise the same God. We're not supposed to be dividing. And we, that's, that's another discussion, but um, I'm just being who I am. And I think part of it is also like, growing up in PWIs and PWIs are predominantly white institutions. And so when you're raised and hang around the majority of your life around white people, you're going to adopt those traits. It's the same thing that if I went to Europe and I'm raised around Spanish, yeah, Spanish people or European people, I'm going to exhibit those traits. Even like British people, like there's a 
black British people and they're like, oh my God, like they talk so white. Like, no, that's just their yeah, accent. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what they grew up they're British. on. Like, how literally, literally, like even when I would go abroad, they're, I would be like, yeah, I'm American. They're like, yeah, but like, where, where are your parents from? I'm like, they're <laughs> from America. And they're like, oh, so like. Oh, they be like, where they from from? <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, no, like that, I am an American girl. Yeah. Like, there's no need to just divide and um, try to like, I guess, put your assumptions on people based on how they look and behave. That's just who they are. So, um, and I was going to add on to that um, yeah. real quickly. Cause like when you're in it, one of the things, when you're in a PWI and you're considered the Oreo in your friend group or in anything, you become the token black girl or the token black person. And for a minute, it may feel nice. It may feel good. Cause it feels like they'll have your back and they'll support you or whatever. But no, they just sort of have you there so they can say that they they don't they have black friends. Mm, have you had that experience before? I've been the token black girl. Oh, how did that make you feel? For a minute, it makes you feel like, oh, okay, like that's cool. Like you don't really acknowledge it as you're being a token black person, but then things happen and things occur. Like when the whole Trump thing happened and Trump went in the office, I don't support Trump. Um and when the Black Lives a better when the Black Lives Matter movement was happening, I fully support that movement. I think it's important. I think it's a social issue that is that needs to be talked about. And I welcome the discussion anytime. But I had a lot of white friends who didn't support it. I'm not really friends with them anymore. But at the time they really heavily didn't support it. And I was like, like why? Like are you like are you low-key racist? Like I don't get it. And they're like, <laughs> no, I have black friends. And then I thought about it, I was like me? You're talking about me? Just because you have black friends don't mean that you can't be racist. Exactly. I exactly. have white We're friends. We're just your token black friends. That's why I say token, because they use us as an excuse to be like, we're not racist, we have black friends. And that's crazy. And that's not it. Also, another thing on top of like white girl syndrome is like Uncle Tom. That black Uncle people Tom. do. You've never heard of Uncle Tom? I've heard of Uncle Tom. but That's like Uncle Tom is when basically back when they back in slavery, they had light skin in the house and dark skin in the field. And Uncle Tom would be a light skin person who um, does anything to please the master. And they call him an Uncle Tom because he's just like, am I am I describing that right or no? Um, I didn't know Uncle Tom was uh, something associated with slavery. I could be wrong. Maybe I need, maybe I'm wrong. You can look it up. <laughs> I I don't I'm Uncle now I'm now I'm not sure. There's a book called Uncle there Tom's There is, and I Cabin. thought it was about, but I could be very wrong. Um, and maybe I'm thinking of a different word. Anti-slavery novel, effect on attitudes toward African Americans and slavery in the U.S. I don't think I've read this book. Can you type up meaning? I didn't read the book either, but I know it's like a, a like a meaning that. Um, for black people. A black man considered to be excessively obedient or... Yeah, like kissing to the white people. Uh-huh. Yeah, kissing up to the white people. Black people use that word for other black people and I hate it. And I hate it so much. Because I feel like it's so dumb. Yeah. That's my take on it. I just wanted to mention that. But <laughs> if you're a black person who loves white people, like, 
That doesn't mean you're kissing out to the white people. Yeah. That means you're being a respectful human being. Because at the end of the day, we also want to clear up, like, we have nothing against white girls or white people. We love our people. I mean, our Word. people. <laughs> we love people. We just like everybody. We yeah. Don't, we don't no like to, like, we don't like to use our stereotypes that we have. Yeah. And we don't care what you look like, how you dress and things of that nature it's more of like what what's your thought process and really dissecting it and it's going into the discussions we're having on what's something that's inappropriate inappropriate to ask or say so like when you tell someone oh like you act like a white girl really think about what you're saying like what is it about this person of color makes you think they're acting like a white individual instead of themselves. And think about how that'll make that person feel because I feel yes. like that's something I want to give this example. Say you're talking to someone who's younger, someone who is not as secure with themselves as me and Tariana are and know who they are as a person of color in America. And you as a white individual go and tell them that how they are acting is considered white and yada yada yada. That's gonna make them even more confused with how they identify with themselves Mm -hmm. it's not going to help it's really going to just hurt them even more and i feel like it'd be really it can be very very detrimental to how they view themselves or how they show up in Mm -hmm. communities because it's not just white people that say these things black Black people people say say it it all the time yeah probably even more not gonna lie yeah of just like the stuff you're into just the other day somebody told me i have white people's type of hair yeah not riled me up so bad i was like you know how my hair journey was like why would you even say that because like four years ago i used to wear my hair in a poof ball never did it that mess was a brat's nest that's all i gotta say like i I had that journey too where i just (laughs) didn't know what to do with my hair and i was like i'm gonna put in a bun and it was just a whole bunch of dead hair sitting on top of my head and i feel like now that i've learned how to do my hair the way that i like and the way that i feel like makes me confident confident and comfortable they want to say it's white. Mm-hmm. They consider it white because it's more manageable. Mm-hmm. Because I can do a wash and go. Mm-hmm. Like or I still even have the school. Like, they, um, I know like I have a friends that go to HBCUs and they're like, oh, you go to a white school. This is like the most diverse school in Virginia. George Mason has so many different types of people and cultures on this campus. It is mm-hmm. crazy. My roommate's from Bangladesh. Slay. Bangladesh. Like what? Like, exactly. That, I'm just saying, like that's crazy. And they they're not like being more understanding or really having the experiences we're having of being surrounded by so many different cultures and people. And um to is this still recording? Yeah. Oh sorry. I just wanted to make sure. No, you're good. <laughs> and to close this out, um, what's something what's some th- advice or something you learned about having this discussion? And then also um, your interest of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can take turns. <laughs> so you tell tell um, me what you learned. I, uh, and yeah, I've learned that um, although other people may have stereotypes about you and how you choose to um, live your life and your personality and things of that nature, don't let that define you. Don't ever, ever let that define you because only you know who you are on the inside and out. Um, And it's their fault if they don't see and recognize this. Mm -hmm. Go find somebody else that will. Because I trust and believe that there are other people out there in the world who 
love the way that you dress, how you act, how you see the world, and how you just live your life. They mm-hmm. love to be your best friends and do anything with you, per. Um, <laughs> and my interest of this week, what have my interests been? I don't even know. Oh, classes, history. What's something you learned from your history class? Um, I haven't really learned anything yet because we did a lot of citing. We just worked on citing and plagiarism, plagiarism. But I'm just signed up for this new history class. It's not a new, but it's my it's a new one I signed up for called the Civil War and Reconstruction. Ooh, I'm so geeked. I'm so excited. Like that's fun for me, guys. That is fun. Amen. All that reading. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> that sounds exciting. What and I'm glad you, for you. I'm, I'm glad that you're in a class that you're super excited about. Um, what I learned is that don't allow people to put you put you in a box and also be inquisitive and test people because there's nothing wrong with confronting people and I've learned that a lot of people don't do well with confrontation but if you don't if you want to educate people like just ask them like hey like why would you say that and make them reflect and then both of y'all can benefit of having a conversation about um just helping one another and what you're saying because there is there's a bible verse about it there's life and death in the tongue so be yeah be wise with your words and an interest of the week i would say is my nutrition's class um what i learned is that america has a lot of processed foods and it's not the same as it was in the past where the food markets were like whole foods with like whole grains and vegetables and fruits but now we have a lot of boxed and plastic wrapped foods and so a lot of these foods are owned mainly by 10 companies so basically 10 companies like rule over like the food we're eating that's crazy yeah super scary yeah exactly and one of them is coca-cola i knew it yeah coca-cola is very powerful um but yeah some you learn something new about that every day and i can go into more detail about that the but, but that can be a different conversation on i would love day. to hear more about that so yeah. yes i love that class so that's all we have today um i hope you can come back and listen or watch um a powerful podcast please check us out on instagram what else? Instagram, Spotify. Uh-huh. We have it on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And anywhere else that you can listen to a podcast. And if you're watching this on YouTube, go down and comment below and subscribe. Yeah. Tell and your friends and family. Don't just comment, but like let us know anything you want us to talk, talk about, about or mm-hmm. any questions you have for us in the comments. We have no problem answering questions. We're pretty open people, so yeah. we're crazy. Yeah, slay. <laughs> so y'all have a great day. Stay blessed and Stay powerful. Yeah. All right. You want to? Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs>